Welcome to Mystical Cynical. My name is Darren. And I'm Jamie. Um, we were just having a fucking... Well, it's stuff that you go like, is this should, be, should this be on the show or not? Right. Like, there, you know, there's always the off-air moments of like, oh, there's a little bit more disclosure here or a little bit, you know, talking about something that you may not want to share with tens and millions of people like we do. True. And some of that was that content. But then when it started getting like pretty general, I was going, this is like what you started to say about our fascination with um, our cell phones and maybe even social media could be tied into that part of us that used to go over liner notes or go over like, you know, read like for me, it was like maybe uh, reading every article in Thrasher magazine. Totally. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, just even magazines alone are a testament Dude. to So what I, I think what the thing, and I'm, I'm actually experiencing this on a very personal level is, is the fact that there's a lot of time to fill in the day. Yeah. And, um, a lot of us have jobs, um, present, present party excluded, <laughs> but that you got like, you got your, like every day, Monday through Friday, you know, for a goddamn fact that 9am to 5pm is yeah. spoken for. Yeah. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to do. Oh my God. Is it like, you know, what should I get up to today? That that's time is spoken for. Right. And for, for a lot of us in the off time, I think that that's when you're kind of left in this place of like, Oh shit, what do I fill my time yeah. with? And I think, what we used to, what speaking on what you just said, we used to do, we had magazines and we had liner notes inside of things. And yeah. there were things that, that you could, I think, potentially fill your time with for the most part. And there's, you know, drinking and drugs and all the things that, you know, you're sure. like, all right, we fill our time with that. Yeah. But even now, then, I would like put on a documentary or yeah, a skate if I'm going to do drugs, whatever, I'm going to yeah. put on something entertaining <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. But th- now that the, the fact that the, the phone has become the, the de facto, t- uh, boredom eliminator yeah and i say that you know without a lot of sincerity because i don't think it actually eliminates the boredom it it just fills in the time with probably some largely unhealthy unfulfilling content yeah it's i i'm still you know i'll I'll ever be contentious with the idea of our phones in our lives yeah well and and that that time I, i think that when if you move from having a regular schedule like you used to work. Yes. At, yeah. You know, I mean, you. you well, my trust fund, life. my trust fund didn't kick in until I was eighteen, so I had about a year and a half of hard labor. It's like, yeah, here's your trust fund, Darren. It's a box of camels. <laughs> Marbreds, actually. Oh Mar-breds, yeah, Marbreds. Uh, but uh, you know, when you come out of that, and then you go into your own form of employment, also the, um, or you make any shifts in your behavior. Yep that have been long-standing habitual patterns of behavior when you make those shifts i think what we don't reckon with is that in the hard wiring of those habits there's been a certain energy distribution of mm-hmm. what our daily bandwidth is yes and i think that our habitual patterns when we reverse them or stop them we still feel the energy um going toward that uh those those uh past desired goals yes we we feel it as a production in our body and it turns into anxiousness because it's just yes. sitting around yes and i mean i think that that either. speaks to two things and one is hypothetical and one i think is is quite uh, possible <laughs> i'm doing like pointing like a gun at you right now listen up motherfucker uh about uh, retirement of people who retire and oh, have yeah. that very habitual energetic oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know uh, line in the snow that's been very well carved out yeah. and my like this is i mean kind of just a little bit of an offshoot of it but my 
uncle, uh, Al, he, towards the end of his life, got uh, dementia and, you know, didn't suffer for too long. I think ultimately, yeah. it, you know, turned into Alzheimer's and just that whole scary nightmare. I was yeah. too young to really experience it, but he had worked as a security guard for whatever, 20 something years. Yeah. And well into his retirement, well into his life, far past that job towards yeah. kind of the, the, one of the darker periods of, of his, um, um, I'm forgetting the word dementia. That's not a good sign <laughs> for, you know, the, uh, the thing where you forget stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, he just showed up to work. I think it was at a hotel or something. And oh. at, like, Al, you haven't worked here in like 15 years. Oh, and so wow. the talk about deep embeddedment yeah. of just like, this is what I did for, you know, most of my life and just show yeah. up. So, yeah, yeah, I think that there's, and then oh, the theoretical side is, is the eventual, um, uh, Jesus Christ. I got the words. I got it. Automation of everything. And then uh-huh. that puts us into this place of jobs not existing that once existed that very much gave people a life, a lively purpose, a truck driver, yeah. whatever, a factory worker, all these things that we do that will be automated. And yeah. then, you know, this idea of bringing in basic human income. So we go, all right, well, you don't have to work. Here's 1500 bucks a month. Yeah. And then that, that kind of like to a less, less drastic degree, that's what did happen to me. It was just like, Money comes in (laughs) without me having to do anything. Right. And so then I have to decide what I'm supposed to do with my day. Right. And, you know, we've talked about this prior and it's, I've gone through that through levels of existentialism and, and kind of deep depression, loneliness, all these things. And you go like, so I, again, don't wish this on anybody. I don't wish this (laughs) on anybody. Well, and I ran into a woman at the dog park the other day who's, um, retired, just recently retired. And she was a checkout lady at, Uh uh, Vaughn's for, ages yeah worked at Vons like I think 30 40 years something like that right and I I didn't used to notice her there but when I started talking to her at the dog park it's like oh you see you know yeah, it's course. the people that you meet each day <laughs> what's that song you just make that up <laughs> no it's a uh, uh it's a sesame street song <laughs> that sounds uh, about right <laughs> uh, how, wh- who are the people in your neighborhood in, in your neighborhood, neighborhood in your neighborhood, neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. Wow. <laughs> nice. so um uh, I would see her. then. Oh, there's Gail at Vons. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's probably always been at Vons, and I haven't. Sure, she has been at Vons. I've always been at Vons. <laughs> but she, I ran into her at the dog park the other day, and she kind of dogs. She, yeah, she has two tiny little dogs. Oh man, there's. Don't even get me started on dogs because she's got <laughs> stories about the dogs, and oh, one just yeah. passed away, and then she got another one. And it's weird. I wouldn't have it. imagined a woman named Gail uh, <laughs> would be the likes who would be so disclosing with her little dogs. Gail doesn't really seem like the type. More like Regale. <laughs> Hold on, I got a button somewhere. Let's try this one. No, we need more happy buttons. I think a lot of them are on the oh, kind of down. We need side. the the blue. Try blue. This one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going for more story. Uh, pl- yeah, purple. Yeah, yeah. Purple. No, the other purple. Oh, yeah, that's pink, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's all, all negative ones. <laughs> we need but more woos than booze. But she was like describing. You know, she said, "Yeah, I, I just." I wake up and I'm like, well, shit, you got to do something. Got to do she's something, retired. Gail. She's retired yeah. now and she's trying to figure out what to do with her time and, and it's all kind of taken care of. Maybe me and Gail should start uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I called it. I was like, oh, you're like employment es- empty nesting. Mm, yes. It's it's what it feels like. Is that who am I now? Yeah. It's that yeah. same thing when your kids leave to go to college. Same. Who am I now? What do I do with my time? Yeah. You know, and if you haven't significantly sown sort of seeds leading up to that, I have not. (laughs) (laughs) 
there has been no seed sowing along the way. I, I wasn't anticipating this sort of crisis happening so young. You know, like, this is like Uncle Al shit where you've retired and you get dementia, not you're 38 years old. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle, my great uncle Joe just passed away over the weekend who's in his Italian through and through, married to my... Countless women. Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, but I mean, he was one of these guys who last time I saw him like 15 or something like that years ago, yeah. like he was ancient then. It yeah. Felt like, right. Know? And, but his wife, who's my, who's my aunt. Thank um, you for explaining how families work. Yeah. <laughs> but she's the one I'm related to. Okay. Uh, she had dementia at the time uh, and she would wake up and just not know who her husband was Yeah, fuck. because she'd wake terrifying. up as a 13 year old or whatever right. it is and look over and like, what, what's going on? Where Oof. am I? You know? And, and, and thinking about the partners of, you know, the people who are living through that nightmare yes. every day. Yeah. And like she passed away a number of years ago and that he's lived this long in that, you know, in the absence of, what feels like I imagine chaos Mm -hmm. towards the end of her life and this whole next phase, including a pandemic. Right. You know, I'm like, I think it just points to like how, you know, when, when the, when the bottom falls out, which in the last 24 hours I touched into sadness Mm -hmm. and it was like reminiscent of all the times I've reported on here, you know, where this thing comes and it just, and, and I realize how addicted I am to, not feeling this way right yeah yeah yeah. no bad days right yeah that's all that aa Uh, shit you got taught and that aa shit too i think this got deleted on the on the lost episode um but i said some comment about you know what happens in aa is like these a lot of people you know who have time all they do when they see each other out in the world or whatever is repeat these slogans yeah and they're like addicted to the slogans and the slogans are meant for you to make your own right right yeah, <laughs> make yeah, your yeah. own yeah. experiences and then share that rather than well it's one day at a time hey yeah. you know yeah. Uh, yeah. no bad no days, bad days. Hey, you know yeah. all yeah. that just repeating the slogan is just the the, the i don't want to say it's insincere but it's not a fully realized thing, and it's like repeating. It's you know in repeat. We're well, like, yeah, and I think we uh, well, let's we'll probably replay that entire episode just through bits of like actually talking yeah, about yeah, the things again. But true. I think we probably yeah. it seems like something I would do brought up religion into that of Bible quoting you know like oh yeah verses and things and right. just being like oh right well right. you know in Genesis seventeen right. fifteen right. see Matthew said to Paul uh, party on Paul yeah. <laughs> and you know you know Jesus you know what that means no I don't know what that means Gail what the fuck are you talking about. <laughs> Don't bring Gail in. No, this. I know. The other Gail. <laughs> Not cool, Gail. Um, well, I, on the note of, of uh, kind of the general idea of, of purpose and uh, jobs that we go to that fill our time and, and, and sort of in a, in a way provide us purpose, maybe it's not the purpose that we're seeking, but I'm just, I'm, and I'm speaking from this point of, of uh, I would kill for a purpose right now. Oh, like I would kill yeah. to have like the thing after the show can't wait to get into you know what i'm my only thing that i have to do today and i don't even have to do it get batteries yeah maybe <laughs> i'll kind? walk down to westridge triple a <laughs> okay. i need six of them i was gonna be really stoked I might, you, you know what i might round kind oh yeah well, to go on a hunt yeah, totally yeah exactly <laughs> i'd have to um uh yeah i don't know even know where you i don't think you can even get that shit in town oh no you get to get them the rains? rains yeah oh, okay. or whatever for yeah. those who don't know folks there's a place called rains <laughs> yeah. and it, what it is it's called a department store yeah it's like something that used to be so prevalent in this country you'd find them in malls and i mean i'm, I'm speaking kind of like jokingly but also i guarantee you there's somebody who 
has a vague concept of what a department store is and yeah. hopefully i can give full clarity it's so like it has, mini, mini macy's well yeah but even macy's might be a lost reference for some people like oh. not everybody knows what macy's is oh the kids are still going even my kids know macy's they're still going to the mall the kids are, it's, you kids are yeah. tapped in, you know? <laughs> not everybody's living the life of sia and tiger here. <laughs> okay um but yeah so it's a place i can't believe i'm describing a department store <laughs> A big, big, big place. You go in and there's several departments. And so there's the housewares. But the thing about it to me is that, and, and, and Rain still fucking does this because yeah. they're- Rain le- supreme. They reign supreme because they are a department store and by name. You go, you say, you let's you, you walk into the houseware section. Yeah. There's someone just idly walking yes. through. Hey, can I help you find anything? Yes. She or he works in the housewares department. God damn it. And How comforting so, like, is that? It's Isn't pretty it? nice. It's also a little bit off-putting. <laughs> Well, it's because it's so foreign and you're like, I'm not accustomed to people asking me if I need help. I'm accustomed to like, where can I fucking find anybody here to help me? Like, you know, like at a Target, you're like, where is anybody, anybody yeah. around here? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I digressed hugely. <laughs> the idea of, uh, uh, I'm speaking from a place of, of wishing I had a purpose and people that have purposes, whether or not they're fulfilling or not, that they have to go to these, they're obliged to go to these places and jobs and other things. It, rem- it made me think of a story of, of when I was working uh, at the coffee shop in Buffalo and mm. I was seeing somebody at the time and we were living in this apartment and on the uh, outside of the window, my, the, my girlfriend at the time heard um, some meowing and so we ultimately investigated and looked and it, there was like four or five kittens that had been abandoned. The mother left for whatever reason. She yeah. went out for cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> And so these kittens are just out kittens here. Kids, I'm going like, out for catnip. <laughs> Be right back. I mean, in the most vulnerable place that, you know, eyes were still closed. That just oh, like, yeah. like yeah. just completely vulnerable. There was, I'm trying to remember exactly now, but a few of them were dead, which oh, yeah. is very, very sad. Yeah. We kept one of them and I ended up actually like going out to this park and putting it in the coffee can, like burying it underground and stuff, mm. these dead kittens. Uh, but the one we kept was in that state of like, just pure in need of something and mm-hmm. would have otherwise died just like his brothers and sisters mm-hmm. like inflated where you could like touch the side of its body. It was so inflated with shit because oh, the yeah. mother even aids in the kittens shitting. Yeah. You know how they do that? Um, they lick their buttholes Oh, yeah. and it stimulates their anus and, oh. and poop comes out. Does that work? I'll tell you what, uh, does it ever? Um, no, but I had to look into it cause we get this thing where like, oh my God, it's like fucking full. Like you could be, there's like no tension in it. It's just completely full. So, uh, I called a, a vet and they were like, yeah, take a, take a wet cotton ball and just wipe yeah. the butt. And yeah. dude, the amount of shit that came out, the relief that this kitten must've felt just wow. like its body shrunk back to its normal size and all this shit came out. Oh, I should do that to Lacey. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could all use a good butt licking. I think I could probably use a little bit of play down there too. Well, less for the uh, for you know for the effect for the for the um, stimulation, the stimulation, yeah, more for the more, effect. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you get you get both best of both worlds. You get a butt licking, and uh, we've got a hashtag. I think going, it's period poo. Oh yeah, period poo. Period. I've, poo. I've only heard stories. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't handle. I couldn't handle. No, we couldn't handle any of it. We could, we honestly couldn't. Yeah, I can barely handle it. When it's ridiculous it. that we've come back in these bodies and we, and it's like yeah, we're tough and all this and and no. it's all an illusion. Yes, I am really is. not tough. Yeah, the only toughness I have is moving more toward my feminine side. <laughs> that's all I have to show. For. I'm pretty good at hiding too. I like hiding in places so I can uh, avoid anything that's difficult. That's yeah. my toughness. Oh right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I can fucking hide. Uh, that's a really I good can hide hider. like a motherfucker. <laughs> So uh, this is going to be such a, a weird way to get to what I'm getting at, but mm-hmm. this kitten was just 
helpless and and you know my girlfriend at the time had to go to work all day and so i had to go in at, into work and at this point i'm like bottle feeding it with mm. a little eyedropper like just i mean really cared about this thing wanted this thing to stay alive yeah. and, and you know just the love for it where do you look that up the bottle feeding thing do you ask well, call that call the vet okay yeah yeah called the vet and they nice. kind of gave i said i told them what the situation was and they're like yeah lick its butt and yeah i drop some milk in its mouth and uh so i had to go to work and so we had to leave this kitten and I'm just like, this cat's not going to survive. Just the, these, these fears that I'm having of just like, oh my God, like the stress. I just like could not. It was so, so sad and so difficult. And I had to go work the register at this coffee shop at a job that I didn't like already. So I had no mm. passion for it or mm. like excitement. And it had to do the, hi, how's it going? Right. That like smile you do. But you're not so, even there. Oh my God. The yeah. Not even, I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. on the verge of tears, like also pushing directly towards that emotion. Like yes. not trying to like, swallow it down and be like no i'm fine i'm like no i'm really fucking scared right now ultimately they let me go home what i'm getting at with all of this is i'm considering the fact that you don't know anytime you walk in anywhere if someone has a dying kitten at their house yeah that's kind of what the the gist and my note says dead kitten yeah (laughs) that's kind of what brought me good name for a band um that story so was fantastic was fan (laughs) that story acting genius no, it was, it was, uh, it it pointed to something like this: the idea of you not being at the register, yes, while you're there, and you being somewhere else emotionally, yes. That is the state of everywhere. Yeah, that is what we're in when we go out, and you go anywhere. People are somewhere else. What about here? What about this is the only place that two people are genuine to each other in the moment. This, and this is the the only two people in the world right now. That's right. Baby. Well, it might as well be because yeah. it's right here and this is all there is. This yes. is all we have to prove. Yes. And even this is questionable. Yeah. <laughs> no, one's, no one's proven anything here. <laughs> right. But that's the thing is like we're all half out in the world. Yeah. We're all half out. And that's the us that's representing us. Mm-hmm. And that's the us that's building a reputation. That's yeah. the us that's And getting that bad Yelp somebody. reviews and like, yeah, right. you're like, dude, you didn't even know that that waiter had a fucking dying cat yeah. at home. Like, that's why you got bad service. Well, and it's funny because we're that, that level of, uh, of us not being present in our lives has greatly been exacerbated, certainly by technology. Yeah. <clears throat> and the funny thing about that is, is that it's making us worse humans. So that technology is now going to take over. Yeah. And we're just going to be more addicted to the thing. Yes. That is now taking our job. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see that in South Park? <laughs> I've never seen South Park. <laughs> oh my God. God, it's so your show. Well, we had a thing in high school. Uh, Simpsons were in their heyday when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, a little bit before, it just was like in the best period. Like, of the show and so heavy heavy into it and then south park came around kind of out of nowhere within that time mm-hmm. and there was a there it, there was factions of people in the school who like i think feel like we've talked about this before but the simpsons and, and south Versus park south and so park, i was right. just like i'm not doing south park yeah and also there was a certain type of person that liked south park versus yeah. a person that liked the simpsons i thought that, i always thought that the people that liked the simpsons had a certain level of wit to them yeah and the people who like South Park, like, yeah, right, to not have ever even seen the show and to be annoyed by it is yeah. like not a good sign. Well, the but Simpsons, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'd like it. Well, and the Simpsons, in a very complex way, create humor. Like, in a really complex way of showing what our society is like in yeah. this really, like, 
super satirical situation and, yeah, it's and hyper satirical is yeah. more it's more teasing and making right. fun of, but it's it's i have to say as much as I, you know i mean it's, and that's also doesn't have to be a tupac biggie thing it's just right. like those can live completely separate and from they each do other. yeah they're yeah. like the south park guys are fucking genius yeah at the, and it's why they've lasted this long and just like the simpsons i mean i watched mo- recent episodes of the south of south park because my kids have just gotten into it uh-huh and so they're watching the new ones, and what they're doing on I the pandemic—they're making or, new ones. Oh, and they're fucking brilliant. And yeah. It's about—it's usually—it's because they had—they're—they're—they're managed to make episodes very quickly, don't they? they, they so they stay on. Do you top. remember they, the the uh, trapped in the closet? Do you ever hear? I mean, yeah, I mean, vaguely, whole, vaguely, yeah. They yeah. made it the week that it came oh, out, wow. and so it was just—they already had an episode. You can tell by the animation. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another thing that bothered me, just from an illustrative standpoint. Oh, right. Right, um, but you know, as they say, respect my authority. <laughs> you know what I loved God, in, in Master of None? Do you remember that first season? Uh, oh, he, that sounded he goes, like a season. Oh, what's crazy? Holy shit! Uh, he goes to a Father John Misty show in that uh, Master of None episode. Oh, right. And oh, also, yeah. that was kind of when I started to kind of va- and I'm like, who is Father John Misty? And then yeah. that was another thing that kind of ostracized me from him, where I was just like, oh, if like Aziz and the cool ass people who make and watch Master of None are in the Father of John Misty, he's not for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not cool enough. So I just kind of, that was the thing. But he's dating a girl and he brings her to the, or he's like, take, takes a date girl on a date to the Father John Misty show and she ends up like stealing another girl's jacket. But she's also doing like Cartman impressions throughout the night. So it's just this like, hor- <laughs> like horrible date. And uh, it was it really, really was. Wow, you yeah. found a triple overlap with this show, Father John Misty, Aziz, and South Park. All these topics, <laughs> like, really... were in well, one. Well, and also, cluster. all right, I'll give you, do you one better. Uh, Daily and I watched uh, Despicable Me 3 yesterday, oh, and so Trey good. Parker. He's great in it. Trey Parker does a voice yeah. in it. Also, how Despic- funny is that character? Did you think that yeah, character no, was funny? No, it was really funny. He's oh the my 80s God. guy, yes. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like trying to put it together. It was really funny and, and so like thoroughly depicted of yeah. all the 80s the references and stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's genius. This fucking it's big really, ass really hair. Good. 80s hair with the bald spot. The oh. day before that, we watched Despicable Me 2 starring yeah. Jason Siegel. Oh, and, right. And I'm like sitting there with Delu and I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he disguises his voice really, really well. Oh. And, it's, and then when you know, you're like, oh, that's all you can hear. It's oh, him. gotcha. But, but I'm like, Delu, and I'm not saying this, but I'm like, yeah, I understand how fucking magical this world is. Like, <laughs> the guy who's doing this voice right now, he like lives down the street from yeah. us. Like, and he walks by all the time. Yeah. But like that shit doesn't matter to Daily. That's right. like also the beauty of it. Oh, You're like, you God, don't fucking care. Exactly. You wouldn't care about that shit. Not yeah. like your father who's a fucking celebrity whore. By the way, I just DM'd him. Siegs? I did. On what? He's not on Instagram. He's on Instagram. It's verified. He took all his posts down. But I just no. I don't think home. he's ever posted. No, his he had posted a bunch of stuff like it was like uh, the Muppets now on DVD, uh-huh. which was in his bio. Muppets yeah. now on DVD. Well, that's but what it looks it, like, he it's like a dormant account. Since, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. like t- since 2012 yes. or something. I feel like his girlfriend was probably like, "You need an Instagram account," and he right. set it up and he did it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. He yeah. didn't take it seriously, but all those posts have been removed, and now it's just a page. And I came home after paying my fucking taxes. I can't believe we're going in fucking Jason Segel. I know, Jesus Christ. And well, let's well, let's get out of it real okay, quick, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. But I I I wrote him and I I said I wanted to interview him for for Love Amazing. The yes. And Damn, I sent him to like, the Devendra interview yeah, yeah, yeah. and I said, "Hey, it's great being your neighbor. I'm down the street. I'd love to interview. I interview creative people." Yes. Um I didn't go into mystical cynical or like <laughs> how, you know, but I said, "I'm obviously a fan, but I I I want to see you as more than your art." You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, wait till you get that scene, and then just nothing. That because that, that scene hurts yeah. when it says scene. That's what the I got. Rogan the Rogan scene. scene. Yeah, totally. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a fucked up one. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll just get out of there. Okay, let's get out of Keep going on him, and I don't want to do that. Well, you know, something something just happened that that's kind of tied into what you were talking about about uh, um, existence and employment and like who are we and all that. Yeah, the dead early. kittens. <laughs> yeah, Gail. Um, right, exactly. And it was around what tied it into was around your emotion looking at this kitten knowing that possibly it was going to pass away when you go to work and you just being distracted and something was just happening i took out i was taking out the trash Mm -hmm. and i got this amazing teaching (laughs) (laughs) this sounds so fucking so on brand it's like i was taking out the trash and there (laughs) was the answer i was the trash (laughs) uh lay it on us so um, I I'm I open up the trash lid, and gnats kind of or whatever little flies yep, yep. start kind of scattering, and of course I didn't know they were in there, and now I'm taking out the trash, and I'm taking away what they were just super attached to, and maybe even having like oh this is great oh, like yeah. us like, like we'll settle down there, here yeah. or just like oh this is a great new home <laughs> yes. and look at it's got this this yeah. and this and that's like us in life and then i was like nature mm-hmm. and, and I a was force just, of nature yeah. yeah and i was just like what do you i don't i don't know your home or yeah. I, yeah. you know it's like fires burning homes and 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 the sadness around that yeah that we feel as humans nature's just like oh, yeah i'm just taking out the trash for sure you know what i mean 100 percent. yeah yeah and so so like looking at things you're like i am that way god well <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I kind of already believe that. I mean, I believe that we all are. I yeah. really do, man. I, for the best, for the better, and for the worst. For the better and the worst. Um, yeah, it was when I was going running the other day. I, I often, you know, there's ants or bugs or something where you can't really avoid it as much as you try. Mm-hmm. And I, I very much stepped on a trail of ants and had to have killed a few. Mm-hmm. And it's so wild because I'm like thinking. The equivalent of that being uh, uh, a rock slide, and there, and where we as a family are hiking on a trail, and a rock slide comes in, and squashes like three or four of us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pain, right. the anguish. The totally. ants are just like, just keep yeah. going. Like well, I don't know what. Like they're they're ke- they're like chemically kind of induced into these to this to this mission to this to this objective to this purpose. Yeah, which is what to what to pro- propagate to to have more ants they build like villages they have tribes yeah, they, 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 yeah. they carry their dead they do right and so it's i'm just insane. seeing like okay so their purpose is to exist yeah to a large degree and to to propagate the species and you know i guess the difference between that is like that we could get tripped up on the fact that like yeah we do that too like we have we have families and villages and and, and more kids and all these things but Within that, like it's such a different thing to. I don't know. I guess it's maybe yeah. it's not fair to say that the ants don't mourn. If, so, but I don't think they could have time to oh, mourn ants getting stepped on. Right? Maybe oh, did not you in say real you time. Fall like one carrying another yeah, one. Yeah, no, they yeah. do. But they I were carrying it. that one to bring it back and to like eat it or something, which I guess is still like reverence and like maybe I don't know. Well, they're not bringing it back to have a fucking funeral for they're it. They're not. No. Have you seen crows have funerals? Well, crows are of a higher intelligence. Are but again, they? Yeah, oh, 100%, dude. Higher intelligence than ants? Than an ant? Well, I mean, I guess we could argue what intelligence is. It's like, well, crows have tool-making like skills. Can their and like, brain be? And, like, the crow's brain is but, big. All right, so I think, this, I think that this is, yeah, I mean, it is funny to, like, go to scale like that. But I think that there's a, uh, so there's a, there's a difference 
I think there's a, like an emotional intelligence that I think maybe crows have over uh, ants because maybe. you have you ever seen the video of the the crows having fun like where they they were there was like a, a sloped roof with with snow on it and these crows found like a bottle cap and they oh, wow. were like sledding down it yeah. for no other purpose there could have been no other purpose discerned from what they were doing and then they'd pick it back up fly it to the top and get back on the bottle cap and just wee Amazing. down the thing so I think that there's like within that there's an intelligence and the same way that, that they say, and we've pre- perpetuated, but that d- dolphins have uh, right. sex for pleasure. Right. There's an intelligence. Well, dolphins in that. surfing like, too. Do you ever seen them? Yeah. Totally. Again, like, yeah. Playful. Right. But I guess, you know, like, like, I don't, I don't know. I, well, crows I, I, are I was in another... throw horses under the bus on the show. But... <laughs> you got a real fucking, you got a real beef with horses. <laughs> Is that beef? What do you call uh, horse meat? Anyway? I think, yeah, it's horse meat. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got, it's very much its own category. <laughs> Um, <laughs> pork, beef, and horse meat. <laughs> yeah, but um, the crows build t- tools. They do exactly. So again, that's another sign of intelligence. But right. it's just like, well, yeah. Could you even compare the two intelligence ants and crows? And why would you? Why would there be a difference? The last like, time we had an ant problem here, when we got you were I, the solution. No the final solution. <laughs> no, yeah, and I think I've talked about here where just the you the, let them live. Well, just the the sort of. Um, as a Buddhist, having an ant infestation, what you do is really hilarious. I mean, there's nothing written on it, so you have to think on your feet. How can I minimize Tibetan the book of the ants? Yeah, <laughs> Tibetan book of pest control. <laughs> uh, so we would like slide paper, yeah, kind under of like a bunch, to put, yeah, kind and then of redirect carry them. the paper out, and we do this in like a what are they Chinese fire drill? I don't know yeah. if that's a, yeah, <laughs> probably you, not. How not about just anymore. fire drill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about a 1920s fire drill? Yeah, yeah. and we carry them out. But then you know some get harmed. But you, you there's this guy Rolling Thunder who is this Native American, uh, like a, a true medicine man, shaman guy who lots of people. Um, in the '60s, kind of pulled inspiration from Grateful Dead and all kinds of people, but he he would talk with nature. I don't know. We've been doing this show so long. You that, did mention him, but I don't yeah. remember in what specific degree. But I think it's worth exploring again. He's the guy who, in a in a mosquito infested area, while being interviewed, the the interviewers are getting eaten alive, and yeah. none of the mosquitoes are around him. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and uh, talking to uh, ants. You know, right? And right. So, saying, "Get the." Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, this like, is yeah. not your place. Yeah, and yeah. you go, and then they turn around or whatever, you know. But hmm. the the the, the ex, uh, what is it? The what do you call them? Extinguisher? No, what? Uh, exterminator. Exterminator. Yeah, the exterminator was like I told you. I think that we got the compassionate exterminator yeah. who yeah. was like, oh, they're highly intelligent beings. He's like, I have a lot of respect for them. Like, this is uh, you know, I I hate doing this, and so I try and figure out the best way that that will minimize the hurt yeah i mean it is interesting to think that we have like uh and i guess it comes from a a degree of of being threatened by things that are poisonous and so we have kind of an alarm bell to like get you know pestilence out of your house but Mm. it is funny that they are just like we're just coming in like it would be amazing if you could have like a reroute system and you go all right go back out like you know to 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 have more communication with them as opposed to just the the means being to to just destroy them totally yeah and it's pretty pretty merciless to just like it is going and wreck them like that it's the ultimate of like you know um of sort of dominance because of size 100 percent, yeah and and you're small and easy to get rid of yeah yeah and (laughs) if you come to my house if you've ever loved to (laughs) well if there's a fly in here 
There was I I noticed I that fly on the pillow, and I don't think I've ever seen a fly in here before. I've worked I worked on that fly for twenty minutes before you got here. Yeah, I was like trying to lift a pillow that it would be on and carry it out. But uh-huh. that's what I do, and I'll do it until the insect is out. And I'm I have, I thought I I have had a pretty a, solid. Thought record. I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it it happens to be in downtime certainly, um, but I will go to extraordinary lengths, and not just you know it's it having a fly flying around your living room and especially like the gnat ones, yep. it just like, it has, it used to have this non appeal of just it's, it's uh you know, by it's visual. Yeah. It's like yes. pig pen or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Um, but, but then it's like, it's like, well, if they stay in here, they're going to die at a certain point because there's just not going to be resources for them. And, yeah. and the indoor flies die a lot faster and mm-hmm. they lose their energy. And then it's so sad the next day where you see them going, just barely flying. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> you I, know, super slow. Yeah. I love it. That's and, when I squash them. <laughs> well, that's, so I go to these crazy lengths to get insects out of the house and, and, you know, get them out to, have a fun life. out yeah. there get out of here turn <laughs> the tv off i get the phone <laughs> well we were talking earlier about um phones and technology and one of my peeves too is like i don't like being seen on my phone in public no I it's think not it a good looks- look it's not a good look it looks to me it looks really insecure yeah and uh i think it denotes a generational d- gap that i think we are again the last kind of like ones to say like we knew what the time was yeah before this we can still manage it and yeah. I think that it definitely upholds to me a certain level of in personal integrity to yeah. just be like, I'm going to sit here. I mean, there's also still like, it's interesting to like, look at people. I still like observing totally. people and there's still enough, uh, interest and, 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 you know, fascination within that. that yeah. Yeah. And that, people I, walking with the yeah, phone no, it's in, tough. in the way that it's been depicted, it's like our, the new evolution is like us yeah. looking down at our phone. Whenever I see it, it's almost like out here too. Yeah. <laughs> like look around. Yeah, totally. You know, and, know. And, and it's just the walking with it out in front. Like it's just a little bit But it, you know, I've I think we've had this that thing that we're talking about that this is going to be a moment in time that we'll look back and talk about in the way that we talked about payphones. Like we won't have people walking around looking at their phones right. for much longer. It'll right. be AR heads up display. And oh so you're, God. I'm reading my emails while I'm walking down the street. So you're like, oh, at least people that are kind of just looking to the top right all the time and just yeah. kind of like looking off into this weird corner corner of their eyes yeah so i mean you know not to say it's like a uh, like i'll oh, move on from the topic because it's not going to be relevant or oh, geezer you know but it yeah. is wild to think about that this is a this is a, a time sensitive topic yeah that we will in our lifetime have this record of us talking about how silly it was that people oh my god look down at phones yeah like yeah. during this this thing we keep our notes on our phone on our it's phones be exactly like, well i know because i mean, we were carrying those beta v <laughs> those 100 percent, man and that's why i have this weird i have this weird like fascination with with collecting and to a minimal degree i haven't become a hoarder out of it but i recently bought an, an macintosh 2 computer like the, no. the computer with yeah. the keyboard and the mouse and all the tactile experience of the just the way the keyboard sounds yeah. and the clicking of the mouse and everything and it doesn't work it's like oh it 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 doesn't do anything but remind me of what things used to be. And mm-hmm. I don't know what that does for me, but it's there's an appeal. I have a telegraph machine. Oh, that's right. I have, yeah, a bunch of, a couple of rotary phones, just the heft and the, and I have a pay, oh, fucking pay phone. Yes, <laughs> like, you know about right. that. Yeah. Um, and so just this idea of like, and it's just, these won't look as cool when I'm, when I'm storing like old, old ways to think this isn't cool. This oh is just a God. fucking piece of glass. Like, yeah. It's totally boring. Yeah. 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 You know what else about magazines too, to talk about the yes. tactile thing is I opened one the other day 
and the smell. Yeah. Oh my God. Tell me you smell. didn't grab some National Geographics from down the road. No. Okay. There was a box of Nat Geos down oh. the road on that corner that they always put shit on. Yeah. And I was wondering if maybe you grabbed some. God, that I, is I the offering corner. It's yeah. so insane how yeah. many things have come from that corner. But um, no, it was... Uh, uh, it was, I was at Sespe Creek. I was at the, uh-huh. the dispensary and I was waiting. Buying legal drugs. To, yes. <laughs> so great. It, it is. still is. Yeah. Still yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, while, while my kids are waiting in the car, uh, <laughs> with the, air, with the, with air the windows the up <laughs> on a hot day. Um, no, and, and I was waiting and I don't normally have to wait long, but I was just looking around and there was some magazine and I picked it up. And I was instantly struck by the smell, and I, it transported me back to reading, like I said earlier, like Thrasher magazine totally. or something. Yeah. And that smell that you would get, and it was like, you know, I would really covet those magazines. Mm-hmm. I would take them with me on road trips. It was yep. the phone. It 100%. absolutely, and you was always the phone. could find new things that you didn't see, or even just reading like, over and over again. I think it's that idea of like not you not knowing any different, not saying like this magazine's boring. I wish I had the internet. Yeah, like, well, and John's like, "What's the internet?" And you're like, oh, "Hold on a second, did I say that out loud?" Uh, so yeah, I think it is that that idea that it was what was what we had. And yeah. God, if there wasn't such appreciation for it, yeah, and there was no taking for granted of it. Yeah. I never would never say like this is so boring yeah like i mean maybe there was admissions of, of being bored but yeah god it's just like the things were so fucking special when a magazine came if you if you somehow got lucky enough to get a magazine subscription oh, if your parents paid so twelve dollars a year to get right. you a magazine subscription right i even thought about because i get a lot of catalogs from a couple pieces of furniture i bought and they're like whatever it's boring it's catalogs but yeah i i was like i should get magazines because daily like when i got those nat geos daily showed some level as much attention as they can give really? to one singular thing uh-huh. of like flipping it through oh patrick shout out to patrick uh friend of the show he sent me a mad magazine recently and he was just no like way, you know i love dude. you if you get bored I, I saw this on the magazine rack i thought you'd be interested in it and Daylu was flipping through it and of course having to be like Daylu's like what is this and i'm like uh because you know it's like yeah mad magazine to a four-year-old i'm like well how much do you want to know about politics or sexuality right. or all <laughs> yeah things. But, yeah but even yeah. just from again from like a from a novel perspective of like getting to flip through a magazine see illustrations not need to know what they mean or anything like that so yeah, yeah i think that idea of having more tactile things uh is, is certainly an appeal my brother for Christmas this year sent me, I've told you, I think I've talked about my fake brother and your real brother. <laughs> no, today's his birthday. Today. Dude, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to, I, oh my God. No way. You've got to so I Yeah, I was last night, I put Daily to bed and it's something I never do, never, ever do. I mean, I've done it a couple times. Uh, put on an episode of Mystical Cynical. Yeah. And as you do, you know, you kind of just flip and be like, for no other reason other than just like, I'm landing on this one. Yeah. It was episode whatever, 20-something, fuck you, Eric. Uh-huh. And in the, right in the beginning, you say it's Ben's birthday. No. Yes. What? And you tell the story about, or it wasn't fuck you, Eric, it was another episode, but you yeah, tell about yeah. how you went to the birthday party and the guy with yes. the uh, Tesla and all that stuff. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> On air. Yes. Thank yes. God. Yeah. Which, it, which means that was a year ago. Right. If I'm, hold on. Holy if my math, hold on. If my math is correct. Yeah. One birthday, <laughs> the next birthday. Right. No, okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah. What, so what was it with Ben? What were we talking about? You you were telling the story. No. Uh, Hold on. Uh, Mad Magazine. Oh, yeah. He sent me. Thank you. He sent for... So when I was a kid, there's this famous video that I've talked about, I think, on here. Two Girls, One Cup? (laughs) No, it's... Older than that. Is it the one where the guy gets fucked by the horse and dies? (laughs) 
<laughs> throwing horses under the bus again. Jesus. Uh, um, no, there's a video of me when I'm nine oh, and my okay. brother when he's five, yeah. and I'm just dominating Hamming the whole it, thing. Hamming totally it. Just, yeah. just, just, just taking yeah. over, and I'm reading a Mad Magazine. Uh-huh. And I'm reading limericks yeah. from a Mad Magazine. Yeah. And my brother sent me the Mad Magazine. No shit. He found this mint condition oh, version of it. And I got to open it. And yes. it was, I mean, it was such an amazing thing to get. And then the look at those things and this oh, thing no. that has like characterized me for most of my life that I was running from this, this, uh, this person who's so addicted to attention, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, and now I'm, I guess I'm kind of addicted to giving attention. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they're kind of, they're one and the same because attention, it's a kind of, a, it's a collaborative force, you know. Yeah, but, but I think I was looking for it toward me. Yeah. And now I'm looking to give it. Well, I just touched into that, but I, as much, sure, as big as I needed attention when I was younger. Um, but, you know. Well, you got so much goddamn attention, you might as well give a little back for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. I'd uh, love to see that video. It's by a the full way, circle. You still oh, yeah. have that video? Oh yeah, no, no, we have to. Yeah, no, it, it's it's uh, been put to digital. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to. Maybe we'll release it as. Well, a- you get to have. I think we've had this discussion before. Of uh, <laughs> of you can't have a documentary made about you unless you have some home footage of you. Yeah. And that, <laughs> right? that's, that's a true. that's a that's a theory that I'm still willing to hold up. Yeah, to scrutiny, and I so much so I watched uh, the documentary on Jimmy Salvel. On, oh, you uh, did? Yeah, you, you took the plunge. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it wasn't. I probably wasn't as as disturbing as the Jeffrey Epstein was because yeah. they don't really t- touch too much into the to the specifics of the abuse. Yeah, um, but there was a, a lot of abuse nonetheless. But yeah. yeah, there was footage of this motherfucker who was a grown working class England, no money whatsoever, and there's there's little fucking super eight footage. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's amazing what they did with the which we've talked about a bunch on here on montage of heck where they created, they didn't have a lot of footage of him in this late teen, uh-huh. early 20 period, but he had all these tape recordings. Yes. And so they made animation. Yes. Of That's what, another way for sure. That was amazing yeah. because it really looked like, I mean, beyond it's uh, how real it looked and how well it was depicting him, but the, the objects that they were, that they were uh, presupposing yeah. that he was working on, and you know, tinkering with this yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. and all that just looked so legitimate. For those who aren't familiar, that's a documentary on Kurt Cobain, which I think, Montage I don't know if heck. they did, did they ever do like a Nirvana doc? Because I feel like if anything, it wouldn't have even come close to holding up to. No, just the, you know, the only <clears throat> docs that were out early on were the ones that were sort of uh, going in on Courtney, like Kurt oh, and Courtney. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was another one, but then this one, I, what I love about it is that when it gets up to, when it gets up to his death, they, they don't go into any of the footage around it. They don't, it just, the movie stops when, yeah. when, yeah. when he approaches uh, death and it's like, we've heard that enough. Yeah. Isn't that great when, when movies like take some sort of accountability of For like, sure. you know, is, has this story been fucking told enough? Right. Right. Like this thing that we're all focused on that you're just uh, capitalizing on by by being able to sell us the things in the commercial that will treat the thing that you're talking about, (laughs) you know, that whole system, like just seeing anyone disengage from that. Well, I mean, I think that's, you know, what makes something like that, that documentary stand out amongst anything else is that it has these elements of something that hasn't been done a million times. So that certainly speaks to good art making, good filmmaking. 
Um, but on the note of, of listening to the show last night, and I continued on this morning when I was on my run, and it was a fucking banger of an episode. That one is Fuck You, Eric. And <laughs> I haven't even got, I don't even remember what the Fuck You, Eric is. Yeah. I haven't even got back around to it. Yeah. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil no, it. I won't. So go okay. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, you're still going to listen. <laughs> yeah, That's totally. awesome. Um, but it starts with us. Do you are do you familiar with the episode? Uh, well, I enough? remember that the fuck you, Eric, was like it was the kid. Yeah, the, it no, was, no, no, but not about yes, the Eric. No, yeah, no, because no. I think that's towards the end. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> like I'm really yeah. that set on not you not spoiling <laughs> spoil something that thing. you and I talked about less than a year ago. Uh, but no, so the the what we talked about was was that we had taken a hiatus between that and when when this episode uh, was recorded, it was us discussing our like falling out like our big falling out where you like oh. where you like messaged me and you told me that you were like pissed at me oh and this yeah whole, like crazy like and you're about to go do ayahuasca yes, exactly yeah. and i i had come back from it and it was oh. like kind of a failed ayahuasca and then i did the but I, while i was there i sent a voice memo to my brother yes and then when i got home i did the mushrooms and then i wrote a letter to my dad it was like a very it was huge and yeah. so so for a few things the 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 um the tension between us and that or the or the disruption or the conflict right i can I can barely remember. I mean, I can yeah. remember some of the specifics. I remember us like talking over there, but like, I think what I had, what I was trying to tap into is just like the feeling of like how I could have, how I could have let it get to that. And, and the levels of like, we, we mentioned how, when I was like, I was kind of going on like a little like tear of like sending you just really shitty voice memo after <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I was giving daily right. bathtub at the right. time yeah. where I'm just like, I'm venting and you're having a lot of empathy within it and, and all that. But I think for me, it's just like less about like being empathized with and more being like, fuck man. Okay. What, like, could I get to that again? Yeah. Do I feel like I'm, I have matured since then? And I, and I gave it a little bit of thought. I'm like, you know, thinking in regards specifically to us and yeah. be like, could I get to that point of being shitty to Jamie again? I don't know. Yeah. But I also feel like, wow, that does feel distant. That does, does feel like uh, that's not a place that I go to as quickly as I did. And, you know, all of the things considered, whatever I was going through specifically at that time, independent of you, what you and I were going through, the like the the um, unspoken resentment of like having to host and yes, like, do right. all the things, just yeah. all of it, all of it adding yeah. up. Um, but it's just so amazing to me that that, is is recorded in posterity that yeah. I get to re- listen to it, and then also the, the 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 following topic that we talk about of me calling my brother and writing my letter to my dad, like these things that like I wouldn't have forgotten, but to hear them in such detail again, god damn, is that not rewarding to have yeah. to have that shit? And I know I've jokingly said this before in the past, but I'm like, start a podcast with your friends, even if nobody yes. fucking listens to it, you have the recorded evidence of your life, and yes. like God, yeah. if that doesn't just go away, if you don't really make some mention of it yeah yeah i've been touching into also like i had a similar reflection when i ran into you i want to say it was yesterday whenever it was where i ran into you with tiger and i was taking billy for a walk oh i do sometimes talk to you about that oh okay and then you came (laughs) you 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 were just coming back from a run and eight and a half miles longest I've ever recorded on Strava. Oh, nice. follow me on Strava, Darren McGee. Strava, <laughs> and sorry, just to, yeah. Well, no, Strava. <laughs> okay. Strava is the most beautiful social media. Yeah. It's not even really social media, but it's the most beautiful platform. Because I was telling Lacey this, I'm like, you record your run, it gets posted, you know, on, uh-huh. the, on the feed, just like all the other ways. And somebody just wa- goes by and clicks a thumbs up, and they move on. No, like 
you know, fucking passive aggressive comments or like, why didn't you? It's just like, hey, look, I did something really good. And someone just goes, great, thumbs up. Oh, and I thought it was a dating site where it was like, hey, I just did eight miles. Anybody want to oh, fuck? Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Is let's let's get some fucking incorporation into it. No, no, no. It's just, you're, just, you're just sharing your 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 athletic accomplishments. So that's awesome. Pure, I think it's just a, be- a beautiful way to like to like big each other up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great job, man. Anyway, do you remember when we had the when we had the uh, the beef quote unquote the horse meat yes <laughs> with with topa with topa talk uh yes right right and i was like i'll get on a tizzy well about- i'm gonna say you had the beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay totally uh, I got in a tizzy about um, about him calling what I do doodles. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel the same way when you say jog. When you say I go for jogs. <laughs> What's Darren up to? Ah, uh, he uh, likes doodling and jogging. Jog- <laughs> no, I like drawing and running, bitch. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, go ahead. All right. So getting back from my jog. Well, so I'm running into you, yeah. and I think no, you were what? jogging into. <laughs> I was running into you. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got, uh, I got it. Okay, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna mute, I'm gonna mute my mic. No. Well, I was just struck with. I think Tiger was like, I don't know. I think he was projecting some of that old thing onto uh, this moment, which wasn't there, and I was mm-hmm. like. And I said to him walking away, I was like, this is the best that things have ever been. I don't feel any, I used to, when you'd run up like that, or when you'd jump, <laughs> yeah, there, run. Okay, I said it right. When uh, we'd bump into each other at any time. You could, you'd never know if you're going to get a piece of was, shit lobbed at you. Yeah, or I just didn't know what was coming. So there was a feeling of ungroundedness sure. that now I'm struck with the same thing of like, it is a distant memory I don't even, I honestly, there's been a, a couple times since we started this thing again where you have um, stepped into some kind of territory like that mm-hmm. or just like said something brash and quick, sure, you know, sure. and sharp and, and how many different things can we come up? <laughs> um, uh, and then you'll, you, you always take accountability for it. Like, and, and you've done that a couple times and I think you flirted with the old energy for a minute mm. and then it was met with, nothing to hit against yeah since that time there hasn't been any and i just don't even see it as a thing that could come back yeah because i think that what we're in now is foundationally secure based in our experience of being super concentrated and mm-hmm. almost synchronistically brought together and all these things and and now we're talking to thousands of people mm-hmm. and you know, and all of that and living next door to each other and the, what is this? And then t- stepping away and then coming back into, it's like a fucking accordion of like, <laughs> of working out a friendship yeah. that I think that we're just hitting these really nice notes now. And I don't think I, <laughs> it feels effortless. Well, I, I think there's been any work. I think this. there's been, you know, a, a level of maturity. We have yes. literally matured hopefully individually and and within our relationship and also just you know i'm recognizing how how directly connected our own lives independent of each other are what we bring to each other it's not like i'm going through the worst period in my entire life i'm so stressed but when i see you you're not going to see any of that like you're Mm going to very much see that and so Mm -hmm. i think that you know that that comes into play now the thing that i noticed about and next after that interaction it's amazing that you know as human beings we like run into each other yeah. and we interact and then we walk away and then we, and we, you know, pick it apart yeah. if it, if it requires that or, um, but I don't have to do that. I don't have anybody to do that with. So I do it in my head, but yeah. I was thinking like, 
whoa, I was so fucking awkward in that interaction. I think because it, it was like, I'm literally like, ru- like just finishing oh, my sure. jog. I'm like in this kind of like uh, serotonin endorphin thing, like coming down and like just boom, kind of like running into you guys. Like, and, and then needing to be like, oh, am I funny? Am I funny, Darren, right now? Am I yeah. like, you know, oh shit, I wasn't, oh. I wasn't expecting to be suddenly in a conversation. Turned on, yeah. Also, uh, and I'd be curious to hear if you have any thoughts on this, but, um, as a reflector, mm-hmm. I often feel like I'm, I'm, I'm being who I'm with, mm-hmm. or you know, I'm I'm affected by mm-hmm. that, and and I'm and I'm reflecting that, mm-hmm. and I feel like Tiger has a level of of um like thirteen year oldness that's mm-hmm. going on. 14. I mean, he's fourteen. He's mm-hmm. like literally like standing behind you almost like you're guarding him he's yeah. like he's being like very cut off yeah and so he's like over your shoulder kind of just like you know and i go to like give him knucks and have to kind yeah. of like lead has to like lean over away from being right behind you yeah and so then i'm like oh shit i'm okay am i like who who am i speaking to the 14 year old or the 45 year old uh-huh. and i'm trying to split the like that's interesting and i'm like oh okay yeah be funny make a reference about something and like little yeah. it just and it was very unnatural and i was like ugh, and like very staccato yeah and, well you know it was like a fucking moment that passed by uh-huh, yeah but i left with that amount of like thought over it yeah, yeah so. and i i left feeling such a uh, comfort and a regard for for where we're at mm-hmm. like i'm just like that's on lock it's yeah. so nice when things are just kind of and that's how i feel about us is yeah. that that's on lock now uh, we understand each other we value what uh, what this is and and we don't go into territory that's that's been difficult before yeah. yeah you know and there's that's that's respect you know tiger to speak to that on that walk um you know i'll just talk to anybody of course and i'm not i i'm not thinking about it right and tiger goes well, everyone else you're with is so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was such a it was a nice walk and on the way back about three quarters of the way done um we just ran into somebody and i just started talking to them confidently and she was walking her dog and it was i like, love that it's so, i mean <laughs> if i did that i would know exi- like i it's so rare to me but you were just like ah, i was somebody yeah something like it's just so like oof, yeah you know, the like, somebody's and somethings of my day are, are many <laughs> you know um but tiger said right after that he's like man i would kill he's like mm. i i really uh I'm really impressed with your confidence. Yeah, for sure. He's like, you'll just talk to anybody and it doesn't matter who they are or whatever. Like you have this comfort of like that, that you're going to be, you're going to be okay no matter what they say. Yeah, 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 for sure. And and I was like, God, man, that's a really nice thing for you you to say and to see. Well, it's nice that I'm feeling the same thing a 14 year old is feeling. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't get any easier, Tiger. The awkward fist bump. Yeah, yeah. Why did I fist bump him? I've never fist bumped him. But it's also like Tiger and I haven't. Or the reflector. Tiger and I haven't established a rapport of how we greet each other. And even you, you kind of gave me like a dap that we never do. It was like right off the bat. It was just like, what are we doing? Who are we here? What's the situation? We got to cut and we'll start over again. Yeah. And I'm not in my jogging shorts. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I I don't know. That's a, that's a thing. And him seeing that in the world, I just said like, look, you know, I got here. Um, this wasn't how I was. Yeah. And I got here um, much later in life. And what you have now earlier on in life is going to get you to where you're seeing I am a lot sooner, you know, because you you just have more space and more examples of well, yeah, it. Yeah, and, and I think there's more opportunity. Like, you know, I don't know if the listeners sure. know that Tiger's uh, 
does like a, a news segment on his. I don't yeah, we've talked about that or not? No, on his. Uh, you, you tell it. Basically, there's a school newspaper that goes out every week on YouTube. And and so contemporary. And it's like the where can daily I find show. your newspaper on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's basically like a Daily Show where there's yeah. reporters, and he's been one of the lead guys this year. And he um, does this segment where he just asks people questions, and he has a catch line. He'll yeah. just ask them something really quick, and they'll give an awkward answer. You know, a sixth grader, seventh grader, eighth grader, whatever. <laughs> yep. And then no problem there. And then he'll go, okay, let's go to the next person. <laughs> He does this kind of like, all right, let's go. He does it every time. Yeah. And yeah. it's this, he's developed this well, thing. Well, so yeah, so that's, that's exactly it, that he lives in a YouTube world. Right, right. Where I remember seeing fucking videos of him when he's what, like eight or nine? Yeah. Which wasn't like too many years before that. But yeah. in an internet age, that's like significant. He was already putting out content. Oh, right. Uh, oh, right. We did yeah, like an that? interview. Well, he, he was interviewing his buddy. Yeah. Like yeah. That was over one night. The squirrel Boys. <laughs> yeah, totally the Squirrel Boys. <laughs> Look up the Squirrel Boys on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just that that opportunity, and so like for me, it was like I, I I very very briefly dabbled in like one act plays, and then you know with this other group of my like there was there was opportunities, but it was that kind of pre internet situation yeah, where like now yeah. I can literally lift this up and go live and be performative and like yeah. have a have access, and so yeah, not only I think that the, I, that's obviously a double edged sword for not only just Tiger but all the kids of like have you you seen eighth grade right? Oh, seen the movie? Yeah. No. Oh no shit! I haven't. Fuck, yeah. Man. Bo Burnham's directorial debut. Oh, you're um, kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to see it now. I always saw that Young, cover, but I was like, uh, I don't I know, know if I want to yeah, go here. Exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. And yeah. you wouldn't think otherwise. Um, but wow. it is, I think, especially uh, with your, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's perfect for, for you with the kids at this age. Yeah. They might even want to watch it as well. But it, yeah, it chronicles this girl who's kind of shy and, and a little impish, but she has a YouTube channel and she has all like the tropes like, hey guys, make sure you smash the subscribe. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. And she's got like no views and all these things. Like just these little moments of like, oh yeah. my God, these fucking kids and like this performative expectation that they have. Totally. She goes to a pool party and just like, I was even wondering because I, I was going to ask you a while back. I'm like, do the kids, are the kids uh, going to things? And not even just like, I guess, pandemic coming out of it, but like, yeah. I wanted to picture Tiger at like, a Pasadena pool party, like where someone, well, a really wealthy family and like just really like imagining the best of like what it could be in order to like, this is 14. Like I am fucking in it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's idealizing it or not, but it's funny that you say it because they have a thing this Friday. And so I'm picking them up late because I (laughs) I know it's like an eight or it's a middle school, like a happening, not a dance. They're not calling it a dance. It's not a dance. But um, of no course, dancing. there'll be music. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be music and and showing films and all kinds of stuff. And it's yeah. just a party. And they're going to that this week. It's and just like kids who are like grouped off into like groups of four, just awkwardly is. standing, not yeah. interacting. Like everyone's just in these small hives. I had to talk Tiger into going. And oh, okay, it wasn't that hard, but he yeah. was resistant. He's like, oh, I don't need to go. And I was like, yeah, I avoided the eighth grade. I yeah. I didn't go, and you're like you know, as much as he's been this figure at his school because of the thing and it because brought on celebrity. All, it has a big audience. Yeah, wait till Lauren Michaels gets a fucking hold of it. You kids can <laughs> shove it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that yeah. comment this morning was so funny that you made. It was so funny. Oh my God. Like tough shit. Well, there's what a, was it? there's a, there has been, and, and I was serious in, in what the, the caption said, but there's been 
a, a, what I've noticed, a new rash of uh, Instagram scams yeah. where it's, uh, hey, can I get your help? Uh, can you, would you copy this? It's the, oh the most transparent. Can you copy this link into that. your browser? Yeah. And, you know, it's the scammiest scam ever. So somebody just DM me and said, I need your help. And I just wrote back, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I did? It's it so was. funny. I, I got in meditation shortly after that. You, I think maybe you texted me before it or after it. or you texted me before and i was like yeah oh that's i was like that's nice to hear i was like i didn't think it was because <laughs> i said know. i loved it yeah you loved it and yeah. i and i didn't and uh i liked it but i you know like i do <laughs> these shit. well i do these things in my day that are so quick like i wouldn't have given that second thought unless yeah. you said that and i go oh yeah, i guess that was kind of funny and i go into my meditation <laughs> and i and in my meditation i'm like oh but god what if this is somebody who actually needs help and i'm like no 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 no. if she needed help she would write more than just i need right. help but what if uh, just back and forth back and forth yeah. i went back in after my meditation and unsent it so she had didn't see it you can unsend things which is the wow. goddamn gift to, to, to human fallibility is, totally. is instagram's ability to unsend dms yeah the amount of unsend where i'm just like yeah i'm gonna take that back yeah. um so i took it back uh but oh the, that's great yeah, the sentiment still stands totally well, shit and you, you got help. the post out of it because you got a I screenshot that's right baby. it was such a funny thing to say to somebody who's saying i need your help but why would they be saying a one sentence dm i yeah, need your exactly, help exactly. like it's, it's, it's a scam yeah, yeah i uh, those ones that come that are like that uh, where somebody asks about uh mentorship services or something like that yeah. but it just it's not full-bodied or it's just totally like, yeah you know, how much do you cost yeah if not a scam just very unprofessional and like yeah. there are channels to go through and i'll say this i'm gonna say this on air right now okay don't dm me about your order not being on time or or where is it or i you need to I, that's not me i'm the artist yeah. it, re, email the <laughs> fucking thing <laughs> hello at real fun wild i got people i got a goddamn team that i pay people to handle this shit don't dm me with that shit okay <laughs> Well, no, it's just like I want to, and that's the thing I want to say on my feed. But I'm also just like, shit, I am. A it looks like owner, a business, like yeah, but it does. Even though it's not, it's not the place. And I'm glad you declared but that's, that. But that's a greater, that's a greater thing. And yeah. I think that that, like, again, comes with the like. Uh, we have the consideration of like when you need something, you email like DMs are a new thing, even in our, you yeah. and our, my life, yeah. like being able to just directly reach out to somebody like right. that's kind of sacred. Like you don't like, there, right. are there are proper channels that we would go not anymore. Like, nah, I Fuck, know, it's I know, not, dude. I know. It's I know. Not and, I, and I have expectations for people to, to do things the way I want them to do. And that's ridiculous. So. Mm -hmm. But do it my way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this is fun. Yeah, yeah it really was fun. Absolutely. I'm just trying to, um, it was fun before we began. I'm just nervous about my day. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I just get so like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of it left. I know it's early, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it well, is. I'll just go down and get some, ramble on and get some batteries. I might even just steal the batteries just to get a sense of adrenaline. Oh like yeah, an adrenaline rush. Hey, and then run out because they can't. Uh, they they won't chase you. I can walk out just fucking waving <laughs> them above my head. <laughs> Double Do D's, bitch. Stone though. Hey, you know what? I go, am go make some content today. Why don't you? Well, when I try so to make content, channels, it's though. hard. Yeah. I know I do have right. channels. Yeah, okay. We'll plug my channels a little bit. All right. <laughs> so I'm super active on Twitter now. Oh, I really? love Twitter. Okay. I, I made one last night. Uh, can I read a tweet? Please read it. <laughs> God. Uh, so my tweet last night was: Does anybody else thank their RoboVac when it's done cleaning, or is it just me that's? Oh, not that's really great. <laughs> it goes. All done. Headed home. And I always go, thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, it talks. Yeah. Oh, oh, RoboVac. RoboVac, yeah. I might um, even talk to a regular. Here's another here. one, and then I'll wrap it up. Okay. There are, a certain, there are certain clearly definable milestones in which one can feel like they've matured into an adult. 
Mine was when I finally bought a drug scale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So those are the kind yeah. of thoughts thoughts we're having over it at Real Fun Wow. <laughs> now TikTok is at the Real Fun Wow because Real Fun Wow was taken. Um, I am currently up fifty five followers, which is oh, a, yeah. I love. I love the like yeah. this going from three hundred whatever thousand yeah. to fifty five, where I'm like. This is fucking wrapped audience right here. Yeah. Fifty five people they who are like be there. Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it feels really good. And I don't know, yeah. like Kevin, my employee, was it was like imploring me to do TikTok. Yeah. But I think he meant more kind of in like somehow you could turn real fun like i don't know how to take real fun wow as like a business where i'm not gonna be like hey guys i got t-shirts oh, for sale. right so i'm like oh i want to be funny i want to do goofy little uh, bits and skits and oh stuff. no and, and then like, they want to buy the merch yeah i guess so it's a yeah it's a weird parlay into like you think i'm funny buy yeah. this buy this buy these socks <laughs> i love it because it's kind of like if you were developing that thing that you were talking about at one point of that you know stand-up comedian in you yeah if you were developing that then you would have these these tiny audiences that might grow that were totally. really coming out to see and, you and the thing yeah exactly god that's a fucking feels trick, like an but, organic thing but it does it's definitely like switching my brain and back when i was in my vine days which i was like heavily active on vine and i think i've said this before but your mind turns more observational towards humor mm-hmm. so you're looking for funny things like what do i do all the time that's, that i can kind of like pick pick apart at and you know, oh, like yeah. make fun of myself about and so that's kind of where my mind is um but like you said go go make some content i yeah. can't like i you know it is very like kind of strikes strikes randomly and then i go shit i gotta make a tiktok right now yeah. But, yeah, but i appreciate that you should go stand in front of siegel's uh thing and uh and just yell his name Jesus! <laughs> well all right we'll do oh, one right. more thing with okay. siegel i when i i ran into him at at sakaro at the sushi place the other day and yeah. just passed by and uh, I was talking to him about uh, Winning Time, which uh, are you call, caught up on yeah, it? Yeah, I'm caught up. So yeah. good, it man. Is it's so goddamn good. And Seagull's great in it. Um, fuck but, Boston. Fuck Boston, <laughs> totally. Uh, and so I just was like, yeah, I'm loving the Winning Time. And then walked away from him. And I was like thinking, like, oh, man, I wonder if we could do we, whoever, me mm. or not me at all, uh, like a Marin, um, Dave version of Seagull for him living here in Ojai, the weird little oh, right. solo trips he does to the restaurant and yeah. walking through town, but having the, the chasing, chasing Seagull, because that's just too good of a, like, a name <laughs> to not use for something. Yeah. Like, that's got to be used for something. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I think I'm going to sit down a little bit more and I may pitch it, oh, pitch it to wow. him. And I'm sure he did have, would have no interest in it at all, but he was talking <laughs> about it the other day on Jimmy Kimmel. He was saying that he's just like, they're like, so you just walk around town? And he's yeah. like, yeah, it's just like, you know, I'm Big Bird, and I'm like walking around <laughs> waving to people. And I was like, God, he's in touch yes. with what that's like. Yes. And, and, and they were like, uh, well, what do you like about it? Like, or, and he was like, I don't know. There's uh, great places to eat. Like, Rory's place is good. No he, shit. He, he shouted out Rory's place? On fucking Kimmel. And I'm oh going like, and it looked like, to me, him on the spot just going yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, this place yeah. is one of the places, you know, and just throwing something out randomly. Or... Ah. There's a side of him, potentially, that that knew exactly what he was doing by that. See, we just don't know him yet. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when we when the Thomas fire happened uh, and we were evacuated and then, you know, kind of working kind of towards coming back, um, I was trying to think of a way that I could help in any way with, mm-hmm. through, through what I'm able to do. And so I created a, a T-shirt. I think it was like a whatever, keep high strong or some dumb shit like that. But <laughs> I gave all the money to the SPCA. Mm-hmm. And I at this point, I had had my little relationship with Siegel, had his number. And so like could felt comfortable enough to reach out and could I get some help? 
And I was like, hey, man, would you mind just posting this on Twitter? You know, like kind of a, it's a, it's a, an ask, but not a huge ask. Yeah. Especially for someone who like, didn't seem to use Twitter as like, oh, it's hollowed ground. Like right. if someone asked me to post something on my Instagram feed, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But Twitter is just so like, whatever. Like it's going against his brand or something. Exactly. But yeah. But, but yeah. it wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and uh, he goes, oh, I don't really use social media. And I'm like, do you know? <laughs> and sure enough, you know, shortly after that, I saw him posting on Twitter and I was like, <laughs> but you know i you know yeah. i understand from somebody who doesn't know how to like properly set boundaries if he just said <laughs> no i don't want to do that like that's that to me is obviously this brutal truth that i'm seeking to be able to say to somebody if somebody asks me to do something and i say no i don't want to do it to just say no i don't i'd rather not instead yeah. of just kind of lying which is what we do to get away from telling the truth right and it's fine and then right. i hold nothing none unless of it you reminded him, him about his twitter account i was, and then he was also like, oh, maybe you, I know, should. you know you see it from all you see it from the whole yeah. I'm not yep. going to be like, oh, suddenly fuck Jason Siegel. It was like, obviously, <laughs> obviously not. Obviously not. Good God <laughs> Almighty! Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> and to like to watch to watch him because last night's episode was pretty heavily Siegel focused. Or yeah, yeah last night's episode. Uh, and so to then like go to sleep immediately after that. I mean, yeah. he's like just in our fucking heads. Can I show you to conclude this episode uh, what we gave Ben yesterday for his James, birthday? Show me a picture. Ben, I'm going to need to do it. Ben Carpenter. <laughs> He's wearing a wow hat. Wow. Wow. He's got a lot of tattoos. He's got a ton of tattoos. Yeah. He's got a nice little dimple there too. But you guys are communicating without even knowing it. You were listening to the podcast Uh, yesterday. Yeah. I feel like those, the wow hats are like these kind of weird transmitters that connect people around. I'm, I'm so happy with those. And, um, yeah. Realfunwow.com. Yeah. He called it a dad hat, and I hadn't heard that. Um, uh, I don't think it falls into dad hat category, no. um, but he's a dad, and he's wearing a hat. Yeah, so that's Technically, right. it's true. That's right. Well, happy right. birthday, Ben. Happy birthday, Ben. And uh, I love you. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Uh,